Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of The Film Aspect. This is the show where a couple of Scottish lads talk all aspects of film. My name is Aaron and as always we have the magnetic Brian Davidson with us. And someone that is, what, are you no longer a student now? As of the 18th, I think, my last hand Bloody in, as of one mate. more hand like, in. Uh, you did actually tell me this last week, but I've, you know... I did, already, thanks for my listening. Memory, my memory retention isn't the best. No, I knew it was soon, so that's all that matters. That is all that um, matters. Just a wee update on the regularity of the show, as some of the avid listeners may have noticed that we didn't have an episode out on Tuesday for this week. So, uh, for the time being, we're going to have to reduce our episodes just to the main line every Friday. Big mouth open night now. Is that just shock face? Shock. <laughs> See, for a second there, I actually was like, wait, I did tell him, I did say this to him, didn't I? <laughs> or it's like, <laughs> you're just finding out live with everybody else. You know? I don't find out until Friday. Uh, <laughs> He's going to be posting in all these social media platforms, just him, hand in the forehead, <laughs> mouth wide open, some clickbait YouTube videos, why I quit the film aspect. <laughs> Got to drive that revenue up. I <laughs> um, so you know, uh, anyone that, well, to anyone that doesn't know, I've been kind of grinding away in career stuff, and uh, it's meant that for a while I've actually been pretty flexible, but now I'm not so flexible, so... Um, it just means that our rotas, like our, our availability together, has been getting rather limited. And this week, it was just, it was just all too much. So I had to, I had to say we couldn't do it. What were we even going to talk about? It was, just the it was news a newscast, yeah. Just, just the news and that. So we'll see how it goes. But um, yeah, for now we're just going to be on Fridays. Um, so, aye. But that doesn't stop mean the banter's stopping, does it, Brian? Absolutely not. It just means we need to cram more into a shorter period of time. <laughs> so hang on to your hats, listeners. I've got my, my joke list right here. I've been writing <laughs> new material all week. <laughs> uh, yeah, so today we're going to be talking about Mortal Kombat, which finally came out in the UK last week, available on Amazon Prime and the like, but, or I don't know, off the like, maybe it's just Amazon Prime. Is it just Amazon Prime? I would assume it'll be in the Sky Store as well. Aye, 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 aye. Uh, but first, I just want to have a, a, a quick drop in of two things with you, Brian. Number one was something, this was actually over a week ago now, but we never spoke about it. Uh, did you see the the big trailer for the MCU Phase 4? I did, aye. That's my reaction. <laughs> <laughs> okay, zero interest in anything that, they've, that they're trying to shovel it now. I'm I'm gone. The well, they've demoted poor Car- uh, Carol Danvers. It's no longer Captain Marvel two. It's the Marvels. So I wonder. Uh, unlucky. I, unlucky. I, I'm kind. I'm kind of uh, curious in the sense that is that kind of Guardians of the Galaxy stage at least, but like with all other films where it's kind of like we don't know who any of these people are. I've never heard of any of these. Like you know these stories and that oh and they did reveal the logo for the fantastic four that is something i'm pretty excited about i, I think, think Chang- i've seen that before i'm I sure think, i see i was i thought the same i was because they played it like it was a reveal but i wasn't like sure if we had had like an announcement that i'm is almost some certain that was in a that was on like a disney slate before mm. but um i can't lie that trailer they put out it did get me hyped. I was pretty... I, I get caught up in it, especially when it was just like, boom, release date for this, boom, release date for that, and they just kept going. Like, that was like... I don't know. It was kind of... It felt like showing up. Obviously, the reason they're like as tightly packed as they were is because of COVID has delayed things by over, you know, a year and a bit now, so... But, um, no, I'm I'm pretty... I'm ready for that. <laughs> Although I did notice that people were already claiming Eternals to be the greatest movie ever made because they actually used a sunshine. You know, a sunshine. A real shot of the sun. And Kevin <laughs> Feige was well shocked about it. He was just like, I can't believe... She didn't even use green screen or nothing. She just went out and she shot the sun. Wow. I know, that's mental, isn't it? I know. As if they had to be doing that for 70 years before CGI. <laughs> Um, that doesn't second, exist though. that doesn't exist <laughs> so the second thing was uh, this actually just uh, hot scoop just came out the day although this will be Friday so it's not hot anymore but uh, Dave Batista and Edward Norton have been announced for Knives Out too. this is exactly the kind of thing that I was saying I think would happen where it's just like I I think this could be a very very solid franchise see if you come to the end of it and it's just like you're going for big hitter names throughout every entry and people that are quite fun to put in these like I think Dave Bautista seems like quite a fun actor now to put into these things I kind of like him yeah he's got, he's got good comedic timing he's got good like comedy chops I think mm. uh-huh. and I think I think in something like this it could add to a really good cast of characters especially Edward Norton 
Um, although just need, I think Edward Norton, if he's having fun with it, you know what yeah. I mean? Which, which I reckon he, they probably will be with this kind of film. It is a bit tongue in cheek. Um, yeah. So, so I hope for that. This isn't something that's going to excite you, but just something I wanted to quickly mention was the latest trailer for David Laurie's uh, The Green Knight starring Dev Patel came out today and, oh mate, looks right up my street. I can't, can't wait. Don't know if it's up your street though. Not. I, I, I this is the it, but... first time I've heard those words put together in that sequence, so <laughs> maybe, aye? Nah, I don't think you'll be into it, but it looks pretty good anyway. It's got a talking fox in it. Sold. Right. <laughs> so I need. Uh, aye, so we're going to be talking about Mortal Kombat. Uh, you liked the movies, didn't you? Fucking love them. And the cartoon. Absolutely. The only thing and I don't the like cartoon. is the game. I yeah, didn't even a, know there was a cartoon. There was a cartoon in the late, mid to late 90s. I don't know how many seasons it ran for. I just remember it being a a staple in my my watching habits when I was that age. Literally never heard it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I, I've never I've never seen any of the Mortal Kombat movies. Obviously, I've seen clips and stuff. Is that like the one where it's like there's a woman and at one point she's like, "Too bad that you shall die." <laughs> no, nah, nah. I'm almost definite that that's Mortal. I Kombat. think that's that's in Annihilation. Mm, I'm almost certain that is I haven't seen I don't think I've seen them in over 10 years mm. so my memory Big of fan. the movies is as sketchy but I, I've, I've seen the first Mortal Kombat specifically because I watched all of the action movies growing up where I probably shouldn't have been uh, mm. and I, I was I was a I was a regular it was a regular reviewing in my young 7 to uh, 10 year old Brian pre-fil- Davidson pre-film buff days yeah Back when, when he didn't watch films, he when, still watched films. When all I watched was Van Damme movies and Bruce Lee and Stallone. That's it. That was my upbringing. <laughs> I never got that till I was older. I wasn't allowed. allowed. Wasn't allowed, <laughs> mate. Uh, so do you want to explain, as a as a, a lifelong fan of Mortal Kombat, what the deal is with this movie? It's just what's the, what's the premise? It's like it's it's a it's a tournament between different realms where they 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 have like champions and they put their best fighters forward and they, they fight in mortal combat for one winner to be decided and there was a bit i can't remember the specifics of the 95 mortal combat but i'm sure the story was different than this where um the outer realm had won nine tournaments in a row and if they won the 10th then they could just invade earth because uh, realms aren't allowed to interfere with each other I don't think unless they win a certain amount of tournaments that was a story mm-hmm. in this film but I, I don't I don't recall that being a thing um, mm-hmm. back in the old movie the, the, the first film was just the tournament format we get introduced oh, right, to these okay. characters and then they fought See, and um, Liu Kang had a, a beef with Shang Tsung because he killed his, his younger brother in the like the opening before the events of the movie so he, he that was the kind of the fight with the big bad Liu Kang and Shang Tsung and that was uh, it's just uh, aye it's good I, I, it's, uh, the first two movies are brainless martial arts films with some cool characters and there's there's nothing more than that and that's why they're so enjoyable and I think it well, translated over to this to the 2021 one to a degree mm. well to to just get the ball rolling, would you say it's the film aspect or respect? Oh, it's a big, big film respect from me. Wow, I genuinely loved this film so much. Well, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna throw a spanner on the works by saying the film aspect. Hi, I I thought this was incredibly dull. This it it, it like I don't know. I think it's maybe maybe part of my problem with this coming into it is uh, that I, you know, hearing about Mortal Kombat by reputation when it comes to the movies is like, oh yeah, like you were saying, they're just mindless action, stupid, just turn your brain off, watching people do some violent things, blah, 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 right? And I was like, that sounds really cool. And I thought that's what we're getting here. It's like bigger budget because I, you know, I'm like, I'm no big fan of like rubber, you know, like suits and all this kind of stuff. But then... I don't know, it just it just felt too I think it was a little too serious, this movie. I think that was its problem. It it was like trying to be like Mortal Kombat for the modern age and, and it didn't really need to be that. I think it would have got away. See if this was like 
proper hammed up like 90s action see if they just really leaned into that i think i would have liked this way way better but it just tried to be your stereotypical modern age action film but also mortal kombat and i just found that the two of them didn't really really mesh together before we're obviously we're going to keep it spoiler free the now but like what did you think of the 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 new character for this? This is as much as I know. Like I know I hated him. Ca- I hated him. <laughs> I I've written the, like I made a few notes going through the whole thing, and I could have done completely without his backstory. I'm not interested in trying to humanize these characters. They come from such a rich history. I just I just want to see them fighting, and that's so, what, I think that's what the audience mm-hmm. wants. You're talking about Cole, aye, uh, aye. the Who's, MMA uh, fighter. Yeah, aye. So, but so <laughs> so the problem. I had like I kind of get why they would include someone like Cole because it's like say if you go this is a crazy like you know we've, I I don't think they do a particularly good job of really explaining like you know oh there's outer world or outer realm or whatever you called it and and that's you know these people when they're in this you know intergalactic tournament basically with all these different species and stuff and it kind like to me it felt like a movie that was like if you were a Mortal Kombat fan coming into this you would just you would get everything but I don't think someone that's like brand new to Mortal Kombat and I'm not brand new I've played a few a couple of the games like 9 and 10 but I'm not like clue like I, I'm not like instantly hitting out with all the the locations and the the history of each of these characters or anything like that so yeah. there was a little bit of that but so then like I think Cole the whole point in Cole was like obviously to be like the fresh set eyes just like you when he comes in and he's just like he doesn't know what any of that is but the thing i found a little weird as well is none of the other characters really knew about it either so why did we need it you know what i mean because like this is kind of the origin story for them all yeah Le- not just not just cole so it, by that regard you could have made someone like Liu kang or or uh, sonya blades the main character you didn't you didn't need it to be uh, no I- cole young uh, th- th- and that's that's my only downfall for this film is I I really wish they would have just stuck to the action and stuck to the tournament format because if you say if you just drop something in and and in any sort of film this is the outer realm and don't bother trying to explain it and don't bother trying to build all this stuff up and just say here's the location that's called outer realm I believe cool that's the outer realm and see if you say that for everybody like um Grogu no Grogu um. Oh, what the fuck's his name? I can't remember. Get uh, the guy with the four M's. Um, oh, what's his name? Goro. I think it's Goro. Aye, aye, aye. If you just say, that's who he is, he comes from this place, they'll be like, oh, cool, so everybody looks like him. And that's all I need. I just need one sentence. And that's what the original film did so well. It's like, here's this person from this place. They'll be like, all right, cool. Everybody's like that. Let's see some fighting. Don't try and explain it away. Don't try and add some stupid family tie story. It, it was kind of cool, and this I suppose this is a spoiler. Get into spoiler territory now, so you've had your spoiler. Yeah, uh, right, I so like <laughs> just, just just before just like the, on the briefest thing. So like you'd say that's a pretty. Would you say as a Mortal Kombat fan, this is something you should be checking out? Yeah, definitely, definitely. What about if you aren't? Is it much fun to if, be had? If you like action movies, and if you like like hand-to-hand combat and you like people like Jason Statham and Jean-Claude Van Damme and you like Bruce Lee movies and stuff that harkens back to them yeah definitely definitely cool well we'll get we'll get into all sorts of details now so obviously we're going to spoil us that's your warning on you go what we got right. to spoil so Cole is the ancestor to Scorpion uh-huh. Or, or, or Scorpion is Cole's ancestor <laughs> I suppose that's a spoiler <laughs> so you're saying something they'll find out till halfway through the movie at least no is it fuck I know right <laughs> you know right away I knew right away maybe maybe it I'm is I'm sorry maybe, maybe, maybe it is no <laughs> I thought it was blatantly obvious that the last thing we see is Raiden taking this kid away that's been hidden from, you know, a Japanese oh, samurai. Oh, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. And the yeah, first sorry. person we see, okay. the new main character is yeah, a Japanese okay. guy. All right, okay. Aye, 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 aye. Right, so what... Right, on you go. I forget what the point I was even making. You're going to say... Um, yeah, he's the, the, you know, descendant of, of Scorpion Hanzo. No, I was going to say Hanzo Atori there. Um, <laughs> Hanzo Hasashi. Hanzo Hasashi. Um, mm. I completely forgotten what I was. What my <laughs> whole point was. I get tripped up. Uh, uh, I've lost well, it. Well, while you're waiting for that to come back, hopefully, I, I'll say like 
I was really intrigued to see when the movie first started when it was just like uh you know it Mate. had Hanzo Hisashi like sitting and then it's like the things like they noticed that you know their breath was starting to come out and stuff like that and I, I like really like that because for me it was kind of setting the scene of like right this is going to be because I went into this being like this is going to be violent as fuck man this is going to be so so horrible some of the stuff you're going to see so I was really ready for that and I love in this stance of the, the, this is, will be throughout most of it as well I loved uh, Sub-Zero's Frozen effects they looked fantastic like everything about them i just i just really really liked it um so their fight i just i thought was really cool um one thing i was a little disappointed in was like obviously scorpion has his like chains that he throws like that's kind of his thing but it's just like a very needlessly sharp garden hole <laughs> tied to, to a rope but like the thing that kind of bugged me about that is like you know, when we eventually have the confrontation between Sub-Zero and Scorpion once again, he kind of like, you know, Cole Young stabs him or whatever, gets the blood on the thing and he be like, he looks at it kind of like, that's Hansel Asashi's blade, that's his weapon. I'm like, it's a garden hoe he used for two minutes at the beginning of the movie. See if they'd made that like, these are his signature weapons thrown for, like, that guy used them all the time, you know what? Do you know? Do you get what I'm saying? Because you look like you're not. I, do, that, I remember a really, really cool looking dagger. What it's it it no, but it's the thing his his wife was using to to turn up the the flowers at <laughs> the beginning, and then he comes and he's like something's happening, picks it up, ties it to a rope. Do you not remember this? Aye, but I don't remember it being. It's I a garden. It was, it's it a fucking garden. Specifically, <laughs> <laughs> it was a very knife-like garden implement. I, I, that's what I'm saying. It is very <laughs> knife-like for for what it actually what it's supposed to be. But was she not cutting something <laughs> with it though? I the gut mate, she's cutting shapes in the garden. She was like <laughs> churning the 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 dirt. I can't even remember, the soil. I'm telling you, mate, that's what it was. You watched this today. I know, I know. I was but, too. I was too to kind of piggyback on your point. I was too enamored with the how fucking good it looked in like Imperial Japan. I I just want a full film set then. Yeah. See the fight scene and I because they kept on switching the shots where there would be like beams of smoke and light coming through the trees and I'd be mm. like that looks so fucking cool and then it wouldn't <laughs> be there for a few seconds and then it would come back and I'm like nah just just have them fight in the fog I don't just <laughs> it, it's such a nitpicky thing but in those few sequences where they're like facing off with each other and there's light and smoke beaming through the trees I'm like this 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 is this is shot to perfection mm. and uh, I just I, I really the the open. I think the opening scene, the opening sequence, um, was the best bit about the full film. I, asked I think I think that and their eventual fight at the end. They, those were the two bits I was the most invested. Everything bar that. That was when I was kind of like, Ugh. so like going on. Uh, the, the, this is when my first point of being disappointed with the movie. So I spent maybe you know you have that he kills the wife and the kid. But some, you know, misses the child that's underneath and Raiden comes and saves him. So I was like, that's cool. I was enjoying that. It's pretty brutal. You know, the violence is quite good, whatever. Then it got to, you know, Cole Young and his daughter? Was it his daughter? I was a little unclear in their relationship. Like, if that was like... I think, yeah. to, to start, I actually thought it was like just his friend, you know? Like, just a young friend or something. But anyway... At the very beginning, it was just like, uh, he doesn't know, but Sub-Zero's coming to get him, right? And, uh, you know, things start to freeze up, and she's just sitting outside, like, eating. And I thought then, I was like, okay, right, they're going to kill her right now. She's just going to get a fucking ice spike straight through her. And I was totally for it, and then it just, then it didn't happen. And that, like, really, that really disappointed me. Because then that was the point where I was like, okay, is this going to be a Mortal Kombat movie or is this just going to be another movie? And that was the point when they didn't kill her at that point. I was like, all right, so it's just another movie. They don't have the balls to actually go through with this stuff. And that became even more the case towards the end. And we'll get into that later on. Um, so what what did you think of... Because uh, then I liked, I liked Jack's... Like, I liked his origin story like with it because obviously you... You're going like, oh, that's Jack's, like, where's his robot arms? And I thought it was so brutal. 
the way that he's just like frozen arms and snapped off like that yeah. was great looked amazing as well um but this is so they're kind of like building up they're trying to build together a team of people to go up against this thing but they don't actually know anything about it really is that the deal yeah i think so Aye, they don't they're, they're trying to find out as much as they can because of the the dragon transfers every time you kill somebody who's chosen. I was glad to see that they switched around that stupid dialogue because in the trailers he goes, uh, it's a birthmark. And he goes, what do you mean? He goes, it means he was born with it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, but then in this, he says he was born with it. What do you mean? It's a birthmark. Like that. So I was like, oh, so it makes a little bit more sense. Why would they, why did they switch it around? <laughs> because it sounded fucking stupid in the trailer. <laughs> That's probably why. Um, um, no, I agree. Big Jazz getting his arms ripped off. I was I was so pumped for that scene because again, when Sub Zero makes his entrance and see when he just kind of like wisps away and he's cloud of smoke when they're in the alley. See when they're in uh, the truck and he shows up uh, and then Jazz gets out the car. Ah, oh, that is it's just such a old school cool moment. That's what I thought. Call it. I thought um, that Cole as well was pretty chill about the whole thing because he just at that point he goes he's like you go go to it and he's like what are you talking about we can take him and i was like you just get introduced to magic for the first time ever right there and you're like yeah this dude throws ice spears i've just seen him like you know he's disappearing or whatever mists i i can take him a guy who isn't even winning his own normal human fights i know he just got battered that day he needs tested for cte Fuck's sake, man! <laughs> he's just, he's just like well for it, mate. So Although, um, what I think I did not like about that is he looks incredibly well healed for a guy who just taken a hammer, and he was in some state when he got beat in his fight when he tapped it. That was basically a bare knuckle MMA fight, and 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 he had a wee cut in his lip and a bit of a bruise in his eye. I'm like, boys, we can do better with this makeup. Fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, don't I'm looking too ugly mate he's uh, gonna get battled some more as the movie goes on um what did you what did you think uh, right see the see the actress who played uh Sonia do yes. you know what she's been in before um no I, I I everybody in this film um I say everybody most people are Australian I, I only I was looking this up and they, they shot um in Australia and I did recognise her she was in The Meg <laughs> Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes, mate. A lot. I every well, um, but a lot of them were were Australian. But I, mm-hmm. I, I thought she was horribly miscast. Uh-huh. I did not like anything she was doing on screen as Sonya Blade. It wasn't, it wasn't believable for me. Um, I think the two, the the two Sonya Blades in previous iterations, Bridget Wilson, more you know, um, who was in Billy Madison as the teacher. She's Sonya Blade in. The first Mortal Kombat. I never made it through Billy Madison. And uh, Sandra Hess, the recaster for Annihilation. Both of those two were a bit had a bit more attitude, had a bit more believability, were a bit more kind of kick ass and and believable in their fight scenes. And uh, just something was coming up short with this Sonya Blade, and it wasn't what I had. It didn't fit with the kind of the history of the character or the, the physicality of the character. I don't know, someone was just off. Maybe it was just me, but something just fell off with mm. this Sonya Blade. I don't know why, but it's, I kept thinking she looked so much like Kylie Minogue. Oh. Or Danny Minogue. From certain angles, I just kept thinking that the whole time. I was like, it's Danny or Kylie Minogue. Whatever one she looks more like, if they're both the same. Eh, uh, <laughs> none of them. <laughs> <laughs> old, old, like younger, younger, obviously. Um, what about uh we had <clears throat> uh Kano Josh Lawson I've got it up here now what's he in yeah I'm recognising all of these guys he was in Anchorman too although I don't remember him from that uh what do you think of him I think he should have had less screen time I think mm. and this is my big my big issue see the style of humour that they're injecting with Kano and and that that sort of type 
of where they can never let a silence be silent. There always has to be a uh, quip. I think that humour is dating these films horrifically. See, in 10 years when we've evolved past that, I think a lot of movies that have come out in the last five years, post Guardians of the Galaxy, are going to be unwatchable for people because they'll be thinking, Jesus Christ, just let it be silent for five seconds. <laughs> and it was good. But I think he was just in it. It was just try to be the, the comedic overtone too yeah. much. Yeah, I uh, it's like try to like amp up how like Australian he's supposed to be as well. Yeah. He's just like ah, you're fucking beauty and all this <laughs> like just non-stop clips like that. I so I did, what I was really disappointed about because obviously the the thing with this movie that they've done differently from the source material is that they have done this whole like Kano no no not Kano Akana thing. Yeah. Um. So it was like, no, rather rather than them just having their abilities, it was like you have to earn your ability when you're a Mortal Kombat selected warrior. You then have an a, a skill within you, and see as soon as it, like see at the very beginning when like obviously once they actually explained this, I was like, he's gonna be like super strong to punches or something like that because he was like at the very beginning, he's like it's a human punching bag. So I was like, ah, oh, well that's obviously and his outfit was fucking awful there was Aye. there was there was a bit of that for a few of the outfits like kind of just just a you need a wee bit extra budget put in there i think because there was a particularly there was a point after he beats uh goro where he, he goes over to his wife and like you see the suit rubber bend back and i was kind of like ah <laughs> Yeah, I noticed that as well. So uh, I, I wasn't I wasn't a big fan of that. Um, I wasn't a big fan of uh, the so like obviously as as they're kind of building up to try and be, be ready for for Mortal Kombat, they meet up with Liu Kang and Shang Tsung and Raiden to like go into this place, and that's where they're starting their training montage stuff. And you know what? We it was when it got to that stuff, I was like, I'm not gonna see any fucking Mortal Kombat, Nama, because I was like, it's not. That's that's the big thing. Mortal Kombat has no Mortal Kombat in it because the tournament hasn't officially started. And that obviously is, I'm assuming, what they're going to want to do with future installments. And to me, I I get fucking sick of these franchises. Just, like, just see if you have your shot, right? See if you've got a $100 million movie. Take a fucking shot. Do everything you can with that movie. And if you end up getting a second, right, well, maybe it'll be more difficult to top it, but just fucking, you know, you try it anyway, you have fun with it, maybe it's been successful, you have more money, more time, blah, blah, blah. But what is it with these people that just, to just, like, go, all oh, right, so we've got, I've got the chance to make a Mortal Kombat movie, the first one probably, what, 20 years, something like that, right? Longer. Yeah, uh, so 97 then, was the last time it 97, came 97, right? So over 20 years, and he goes, aye, but Mortal Kombat's going to be in the second movie. Like, <laughs> I just that just infuriates me. So when they're doing the little training mo- uh, montage stuff, I just I was so bored with it. And then the villains as well. Who? What's his name? Which one? The the the, the like the main bad guy. That's Shang Sung. Behan Shang Sun. Yes. He he was pish. I thought he was pish. See. He completely he- lacking any kind of like he didn't intimidate me. That were really, even though he kills a character, he, he never really yeah. got the like, this guy's powerful, man. We need to watch what we're doing to him. He is lacking in compared to, and I hope I'm going to say this right, but it's Kari Hiroyuki Tag- Tagawa. Right. I think that's how you pronounce his name. He was Shang Tsung in uh, the 95 one, and he is fucking tremendous as Shang Tsung. See, the, his, his line is, uh, Your soul is mine. See, his delivery of that line is outstanding. That that's I think the problem with a lot of this is just like if you you they were it was like they were playing it safe with the, the, the interpretations of the characters. They didn't just go, mate, I know it's gonna be a bit silly, but just go for it. Just really ham this up. But the 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 thing that then is annoying about that is when the movie does do that, it's really good. Like when you get the fatalities, they're fucking amazing. They're like so fucking good, you know, like the one with Shang Tsung when he does the uh That's his name, I must I must the guy with the hat. No 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 no. Um oh Oh, this is is me quoting names and stuff. I don't know. I I can't remember Uh, what his name is. Two seconds and 
Luke Kong, Kong, Kong Lao. No, Luke, no, Kong, Kong, Lao, Kong Lao. Kong Lao. Aye. Kong Lao, when he gets his fatality with the, the, the hat, that was really fucking cool. Like, I was, like, shouting at the screen. <laughs> Those moments are really good. And then, you know, like, bits where Liu Kang does the dragon form. Aye. And then he just goes, like, flawless victory or something like that. You know, like, those bits are, like, that's what I came to see this for. That's what I want wanted out of a Mortal Kombat movie. It's just, like, it has little bits of that. Like, maybe 10% of the movie. And then the yeah. rest of it just, you know, it's like that. I thought the guy that's playing Shang Tsung was, like, really, really dull. He underdelivered everything. He's just he was just playing it too like just too monotone to be yeah. honest for a movie yeah. like this. That was that's the major problem. And I think that was the issue with a lot of the people like a lot of the characters in this just didn't you know didn't have the the, the attitude for it. This movie doesn't have attitude. That's there's the th- issue think, right there. I think half of them you're right with and half like who did you like then? Uh, Ludi Lin as as um, Liu Kang. I thought he was fucking amazing. Yeah, I like really him. liked him. I think, um, and I'm going to have to fanboy it a wee bit. Um, and I, I, again, I'm, I'm going to butcher these Japanese names. But Hiro, Hiroyuki Sanada, who played Hanzo Hasashi, yeah. ha, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, guy he, he was, that guy's different class i'd like he's he's one of the best actors working today i've, I've seen him in a few things but see and I, I wrote this down purposely to to bring it up in this episode he completely redeems his get over here at the end with sub-zero because that was shite in the trailer and i was fucking goosebumps eyes are well enough and everything because it hit it at the exact right point where that line had to be delivered and I it think was I, amazing. I, that see, that's the thing as well that I've really wanted more of because their confrontation was like the highlight of the movie for me because it just, it just like, it was so fucking cool and it was kind of like what everyone's there to see because it's like Scorpion and Sub Zero, the poster boys of Mortal Kombat, hitting it with all the moves, all the catchphrases, and it looks fucking fantastic. Like, see when he's like, you know, he takes his mask off and he sees he's like rotten teeth and stuff, and he's like, I've risen from hell just to, you know, kill you or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, yes, mate, that's amazing. <laughs> and this, this is something as well, right? Obviously, the big thing with Mortal Kombat, what's the fighting like, right? I think outside of Behan and uh, Hanzo Asashi, nobody else is really that good in it. Because I think, because that guy, that guy's like, you know, he was a, like the bad guy in Rush Hour 3. Obviously, I'm probably quoting his least famous role. <laughs> but like, <laughs> that's what I remember him from, right? And you know, he's got like martial arts experience and like his fights at the very beginning of the movie and at the very end it's just like you felt it it was so well choreographed and everyone else I just I just felt it was too much like oh ha ha you know like but I'm, I'm doing re- physical recreations here which yeah. is obviously good for, for you guys listening but like you know like blocking my hands up close kind of like kung fu stuff right but it just I didn't I didn't really want that from like everyone else you know like in terms of like I thought it was going to be a bit more referential to the games because like you know people just knocking lumps out each other and it wasn't really that which was a wee bit which was a wee bit disappointing to me because just the the, the fighting just got kind of boring save uh, bar the um bar the fatalities or like the specific moves you know like when Lucan jumps up and does these wee like rolling kicks or whatever you know like those bits are cool but like everything else in between us just it didn't have it in it to be like interesting beyond the fact that the, the it was the characters that you were watching because i think but i think that's what you, i think you kind of need to start this as a good fighting movie yeah and then build it up from there because like i don't know that that, that was just something else need, that need to get them boys that choreographed the raid movies in in this oh See if you I, got them that would then i mean exactly exactly you needed something a bit more frenetic it was too dull and i kind of got the sense that the people that were in you know the guys that were fighting didn't really have that much experience or like wearing that you know they've just been taught some moves i know that's that's exactly what i thought in the mma fight at the start we call because uh-huh. because i'm a fan of that sport and, and I, I i i was in that world for a glimpse of time and you can just tell when somebody doesn't really know what they're doing or they're, they're, when they're pulling punches or when they're mm. just because i remember seeing some stuff it's like when they, they pull away for the cage to his daughter's point of view and they're still fighting behind him, and I could see 
from a mile away. I was like, these guys are not even <laughs> pretended. Like they know they're at a focus, so they're just gonna half-heartedly like throw their arm. And that yeah. that sort of stuff does take it out because it's a sport that's exploding. And everybody's becoming more aware of like different martial arts and stuff, so you can't get away with as much on mm. in movies now because people. That that's why John Wick's so successful because Keanu Reeves is you know a, a multi Dan multi belted martial artist. The stuff when he throws like a front kick, that's a legit front kick. Aye, and and same with like the director as a stuntman who yeah. then knew knew his shit first. Not somebody coming into it and be like, I want to make a cool fighting movie. He just like knows how to do cool fighting stuff first. Yeah. So it was, and, uh, yeah, it was missing just that. But this, uh, this is the, the, this director's first film. Oh wow! Really? I just, I, um, I, I, I just looked at that before we came on. Uh, this is his f- uh, maybe he made a short before this, but this is his first movie. Wow! So it was, it's an impressive piece, but it's character-wise and and interaction-wise, it's definitely got the feel of a first movie. I think because one of my major gripes again is with Sonya Blade and. Anytime you speak to somebody, Cole in particular, the first time they meet, there's a kind of, what are you doing in my house? Sort of thing. And then it's very conversational, like they've been lifelong pals. And there's no, and it's, 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 it's just too, too comfortable. And it's not, there's no, there's no feeling of this is the first time these two people have ever met. And I don't feel like that's the case with anybody. Mm. It all feels like these, these characters have a rich history with each other. Um, A couple of points that I would, I had to laugh at. Uh, first of all, I actually did. This isn't laughing at, but I I liked uh, Sonia Sonia's fight kind of with Kano when she's like he's in these laser and she's like it's cutting down below and she's in the underside or whatever. I was like that was kind of cool, but also the thing that made me laugh about that is just like when Cole's just like ah uh, you know I've seen you punt you know I've seen you put him on his ass before, but watch out he's got a laser now. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> secondly, what was the other bit? Oh no, it's completely escaped my mind right now. But there was something else earlier on in the movie. I just I just couldn't stop laughing at. I can't believe I've forgotten that. Oh well, we just need to move on. But um <laughs> Yeah, uh, I was I was I was disappointed ultimately, like in, in just like the direction that the movie took, that it wasn't like brave enough to just go ham for certain things. It it was playing it too safe. It wanted to set up multiple friends. I wonder though, like I think this is I don't know, right, I'm reading into this maybe, but like this is, I think, part of the tactic behind big studios hiring first-time directors is because kind of like, so like I'm in a job the new, that I'm like in a temporary basis and I, you know, they could ask me to do anything right now and I would be willing to do it just to be able to stay on or keep my job or whatever, right? And and, and if you apply that to say something that's like, this guy's maybe made a few short, short films, you know, you're making some stuff and you're like, oh, he's a wee short film director. Do you want to direct Mortal Kombat? The next 100 million dollar action movie fucking aye alright so here's all the list of things that you want in this movie oh oh well uh, and you can't say anything about it because you'll know Steven Spielberg yeah he'll just go uh, either I do these things or I'm walking you know they don't have the power to do that and I kind of wonder if that's the case because like I, I can see a lot of the issues with this movie being stuff that higher ups would have said because I know that they would have been like we need a new guy thrown into this movie you know living through you know he's the audience's eyes or whatever we need a a multi-franchise you know multi-movie deal so uh don't use all your best ideas in one movie (laughs) you know space it out so like i could just see that being the case with a lot of them and in terms of confidence like if you if you know that i've got the context of this is a guy's first film i maybe i it's sorry i didn't i didn't hate the movie i just was like very disappointed from my expectations going in but like as a first film that's pretty solid yeah I think from a, I think yeah, I think because it is as Warner Brothers that brought this out, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think they're going. Every everybody wants the universe build now, and, and everybody's kind of following the Marvel format. And I've heard, obviously, I don't know firsthand, so this is all can be taken with a grain of salt and a rumor. But when somebody gets hired as a director for Marvel, the movie's already pretty much made. They know what story beats they want to hit, they know how they want it to look, they know how the action scenes are going to go, and it's just somebody as a sort of a, a name to temple under, or someone to take the fall if the, the film tanks. The, like, mm. the the films, for the next, the, I would imagine the Phase 4 films from Marvel are already pretty well planned out and how they're going to be, 
you know, mm-hmm. made and who's going to make them. So I don't with with franchise movies like this with big, you know, your Warner Brothers or your Disney's or your Sony's or whoever it is is trying to make a universe. I don't think the director has got as much pull as what people think a director has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, like I, I think you're you're maybe pretty spot on in your kind of analysis of he's been given this opportunity. Here you go. You can have a hundred million dollar, you know, franchise which is known worldwide, Mortal Kombat. But you're going to make our movie. Mm-hmm. But your name gets to go on it, sort of thing. Aye, aye. So regardless of how this film turns out, and I think it's been a relative success and it's reviewed okay, I think. Even that, though, that's still going to be a benefit to this guy. But this, exactly. Honestly, I don't think this film was set up so it couldn't fail, especially in the, the kind of current climate of movies that have been released. And everybody was, everybody's been complaining about it. Uh, well, a lot of people have been complaining that there is no escapism. That's why the Snyder Cut did so well, Godzilla vs. Kong did so well, and this is it's it's fail proof because it's just a silly movie that people are going to go and they don't yeah. have to watch a depressed semi documentary thing about. So it's uh, <laughs> yeah, and I think as well when you have those big moments, it it, it was like that kind of cheer at the the screen like when he kills Goro and he like rips his like all his guts fall out I was I was like pretty like happy about that I actually was pretty happy as well to be honest that at the end of the movie they like basically it was like death is only uh, an obstacle or the beginning or whatever and he brought them back like he took them away with the smoke yeah because I, I was kind of thinking that in the sense of like oh well like I I think Mortal Kombat 2 could be better probably but like they've just killed off Kano they've killed off Goro they've killed off Melina if that was Melina, wasn't it? With the, the, the mouth. Yeah. Eyes, or Melina, sorry. But like, all of that stuff was... I, I remember the second bit that was making me laugh. I'm just going to spit it out before I forget. It was just the fact that, you know, Jax and his little baby robot arms, right? And then he's <laughs> like, he gets his Akana. And I literally said about two seconds before, I was like, he's just going to get bigger robot arms, isn't he? And he did. <laughs> like, what, what would have happened if he didn't have robot arms? Because it's supposed to be like innate power of that person. So like, what what would these robot arms just bust these human arms out or something? (laughs) Like, what would have happened there? Oh, that was hilarious. I I, I honestly like... Did. When you go. All I was going to say is I did like that in this movie, he had his arms ripped off because in Annihilation, he just put his metal arms over his actual arms. Oh, oh no! So another thing that that bugged me with this is there's a bit where it's like there's the guy with a hammer who's all like trying to show show him up and like you know beat him or whatever, and then there's a bit where he's like, "I'll take the guy with a hammer. I've got beef with him." And I was like, "Sub Zero's right there. He ripped your arms off. You don't have beef with that guy." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, wouldn't you be more angry at him than the guy with a hammer? Uh, Surely. <laughs> That's that's just something that doesn't want to fight Sub Zero. Doesn't want his metal arms ripped off. Uh, I don't trust that this is going to go well against him either. Um, but I, 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 th- I always thought, see, coming back, and this is, I may be misremembering, but I'm fairly certain Sub Zero was like an anti-hero in the cartoon and in the so second film. Sub Zero has a, a a brother who is also. Like called Sub Zero, aye, but is is a good guy, an anti-hero. I'm pretty sure, because I was speaking to my mate about this, and he mentioned something about it. Because I thought the same as well. Whereas, like, I thought Sub Zero was a, was like an anti-hero. I thought Sc- like Scorpion as well is yeah. that is an anti-hero, is he not? But when I'm in Annihilation, I'm sure Scorpion was the bad guy, and and Sub Zero was a good guy because, or even in the first one, I think Liu Kang fight scorpion out in the woods somewhere i could be mistaken him for another fight maybe it's johnny cage all right okay yeah yeah yeah. there is in contrast to his older brother's anti-heroic and later villainous role in the franchise the main sub-zero is depicted as one of the heroic fighters defending earth realm against various threats uh so i i don't know if that is um behan or or someone else that'll be the bad guy they'll bring in a cool Sub-Zero for part 2 for the um, second Mortal Kombat yeah because that ah uh, yeah 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 so cool oh fuck's sake I'm gonna do terrible with this but cool Le- 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 let's say 
is the younger Sub-Zero, the good Sub-Zero, and Bihan is his older brother. Right. Uh, oh, and he is Noob Saibot in subsequent installments. Mate, uh, uh, there's, there's uh, very complicated lore to, to all this kind of stuff. The, the, so the, uh, aye. It's, it's a very comic booky kind of deal, I think. Everybody's brother, you know, everybody's related, everybody's got some sort of, you know, gone, died and come back to life and all this kind of stuff. So I think that's the case. And it's not something I really want to decipher right here and now because it'll take forever. <laughs> but I think <laughs> just just two guys who kind of like maybe know a little bit about Mortal Kombat but really know enough to actually explain uh, it to any day. <laughs> and all I know is what I can remember from the cartoon I watched almost 30 years ago and, you know, the two movies. But apparently guy who played Sub-Zero was in the raid he was Jacka in the raid so fuck oh. me nice <laughs> hi um, I so so generally speaking I think there was good moments to be had but all, all all said and done I don't think I had the confidence to really go for what it needed to be and in that because of that I just didn't like I don't think I'll ever watch this again maybe maybe for like if Mortal Kombat 2 was coming out like, I think the only way it can really redeem itself is by having, like, you know, Mortal Kombat 4s come out or something like that. You know, like, we're at the end of this new Mortal Kombat franchise. Then I look back and go, overall arc, cool. Like, if they were set up like that, I just don't see personally the, like, you know, how, you know, stringent the, 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 the like, Hollywood system is with, like, dropping things like that. Like, oh, it made half a billion, but... It's only half a billion scrap, <laughs> you know. You know what I mean? And I, I'm like, is this a big budget kind of like gonna make hundreds of money kind of deal? In the long run, I think it has done relatively well. But um, so for, in that regard, I just was a bit, I was a bit disappointed. I think it was just, it was just too dull. It wasn't. It needed to be campaign. It wasn't to me, or like it was at bits, but not throughout its whole being. <laughs> mm. No, so was, I, I liked it. I, liked, I, I think if this if they show this in the cinemas here, I'll go and see it in the cinema, 100%. I would watch it again just because... It's because I think it was it was in the spirit of what I perceive Mortal Kombat to be. It was in that, it was in that spirit enough uh, for me to enjoy it. And going back to the... I just like martial arts movies, and this had enough fighting because I'm, I'm kind of over, you know, the... the tactical squad everyday with guns and moving around and you know holding up their arm to be quiet and explosions <laughs> and car chases i just want to see people fighting if there's a bit of magic thrown in then yes i'm a simple no, man you, you know you know you know up for some without remorse with uh michael b jordan this week no <laughs> no i'm fucking see if i hear i, w- I was dull. even sicking my mouth a wee bit when i heard you know jacks and sonya played uh, are you guys military special forces I'm like, ah, right okay everybody in the fucking universe is in hollywood is, a, is in special forces doesn't mean anything i don't know what that means special forces just means you couldn't cut it in the real army i don't know but i'm sick of guns you know as, as soon as jack stayed that gun out, i was like i'm fucking glad your rims are coming after you <laughs> Aye, oh well. Um, I, 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 I just, I just, just, I just, I don't know. I think cinema-wise, though, I could have come out this with a different opinion if I went to a packed cinema with this and everybody's like, oh, you know, when like Melina gets Melina gets cut in half or yeah. Goro gets his spleen ripped open or whatever. Those bits, I would have been like, yes. Another thing that is very stupid, you know. Scorpion and Sub-Zero are having this amazing fight, right? You know, Dan, they're all like their moves and shit and like he slices and catches the blood blade and all that. That's so fucking cool. Meanwhile, Cole punching the shit out of some ice. I, I know. Just like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> say, like going pure ballistic on this ice. Wait, and I was like, surely they're, surely they're trying to build this guy up that he's powerful enough to punch through some ice. Like, I don't know. It just seemed like so stupid. And also, again, another opportunity to kill off some characters and they didn't because that's what i see when see when i saw that as well i was like oh fuck they're dead already yes there we go but no apparently he fully fucking freezes uh scorpion's family like that (laughs) dead but no that's not no (laughs) they're still you know they're still alive and also why did he go to the gym (laughs) 
<laughs> why did it happen to be although I, w- I gotta say I think that could be a pretty cool map like backdrop for like a Mortal Kombat yeah level in the games because I did like it's you know like slam up against the cage the, the fence and like all of that would come off that was kind of cool but yeah that was just a bit of a stupid hit where he's just like punching fuck out the ice they, they, they did they missed a massive opportunity to kill off that family because then he's got this he's got revenge to drive him in the next movie he's got something ah, exactly like why do we need him to be here now aye why aye I just I think it would have been more freeing as well for him to go into um, if there is going to be a part 2 the Mortal Kombat tournament because if he's got nothing to live for then we know there's a possibility that he dies in this movie see if he's got a family back home he's, chances are he's going to survive aye, so that takes away aye. the kind of the whole mis- um, mysterious element of that so Get it right. Kill. Learn to kill people off again, Hollywood. Know, God's sake. I know. Um. So I just before we 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 wrap up, you been watching anything this week? I watched. I watched. I watched well. Um, School of Rock last night. I nearly <laughs> watched School of Rock this this week. Actually, I watched. I watched my Netflix. List I it was Netflix. I watched on. I also watched. Uh, Race to Witch Mountain with Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. Back when he was Not... Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, <laughs> hang on. I know I watched <laughs> The Proud Rebel yesterday, nineteen fifty eight. Director Michael Kuritz. Um, it's on Prime. If anyone wants to watch, it's about a a a Confederate soldier after the war where he's gone north and he's got this kid with him who's who's been like shocked and he can't talk and. It just goes up against some hard times and it's a good old 1958 Western. <laughs> I probably watched somewhere else, but I can't... No, I I think I watched all the Star Wars movies last week. Yeah. Uh, something that I missed out last week was actually this animation, new animation that came out on Netflix called The Mitchells vs. The Machines. And it's actually pretty decent. It was very much in the same vein as uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, if you've seen those movies. Because those are actually pretty fucking funny, like, in my in my books, you know, I find them funny, like, stupid, wacky humour. And it it didn't, it wasn't as good as Cloudy's A Chance for Meatballs, but I still kind of enjoyed it. The animation, it's Sony Animation Pictures, uh, who done, uh, blah, 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 Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and right. Miles Morales Into the spider or whatever it was called. So, um, it's pretty, it was pretty unique looking I, I did actually quite enjoy it like that but I all, all around pretty decent I've rewatched an old classic click with Adam Sandler <laughs> uh, you know that way like I still pretty decent but also 40% of the jokes do not land now yeah at all like I, I just I was cringing because there's this bit where like uh you know, like a like a foreign prince or something like that, whose name is Prince Habibu. But then he's just like keeps saying like hubba bubba and stuff like that, and I was just kind of like, ah, oh, bro, classic. It was making it was making me cringe. Uh, but also, mate, that's got a heavy fucking hard hitter of an ending. It just gets sadder and sadder as the movie goes on. Like it's actually proper sad. So um, I get, still kind of enjoyed it, but um, very old school, like. You, you, like it's of its time um and the last thing i've been watching i've been watching this new television show on netflix called jupiter's legacy getting my my new superhero kick since i finished invincible last week which is uh uh so like a bunch of heroes who are essentially like the justice league i guess again uh and their kids are like being brought up and entering the superhero game they like got their powers back in like the 1920s or something like that so it's kind of tell in parallel telling you the story of like how they eventually got their powers and then like it's all this like legacy like raising them right but obviously they were all superheroes so like they actually weren't good parents to these kids so like some of them are just completely fucked up like one of them's appeared like a drug addict and stuff like that and it doesn't it doesn't see like when it tries to be a superhero show like when it does the superhero shit it's just like man you do not have the budget for this but (laughs) everything other than that is actually i think it's josh duhamel who's the uh the main guy he's uh the the utopian uh something samson or whatever and they're also using like old makeup like, so it's just like Josh Duhamel, but like with stuff in his face. There's another guy who's maybe like his brother who just, it's like, man, they've just put a whole mask over him by the looks of things. And it is like rubber suit villains and all this kind of stuff. 
like for some of the guys that are supposed to be like not human or whatever. Um, so so far, I'm I'm actually kind of enjoying it. I do I I love all that stuff. Like see when it just goes like, you know, like that was the thing with with Invincible. Like what if your dad was the most powerful guy in the world and how would that affect you? And you know what's your like how are you going to be a superhero? It's kind of the same thing as that. Like one of the guys, he just he's like so desperate to be approved by his dad, and the other the daughter's just like not. Nah, I'm I'm sick of this, and he has these old school values. The dad, where he's like, we don't kill, we don't lead, we just inspire, and all this. So it is actually kind of cool so far. I'm, I'm I'm enjoying it enough that I watched four episodes last night. So I'll see how it goes. Nice. Bye, that's 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 what I watched this week. That's something you'd be interested in. Absolutely not. I just <laughs> remembered I watched another cheery film. Right. Uh, talk about. I, I was going to make a quip there, but I forgot what you said earlier on. I watched, <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, one of, and I don't know how to feel when I say I love this film, but I watched Twelve Years a Slave the other night. Oh yes, yeah, so and did, um, right? I fucking love that film. It's it's, it's such a good film. It's everything. I mean. I think I talk about it quite regularly on the recasting couch, but Michael Fassbender is ridiculous in that film. Fucking mm. ridiculous. And the way Steve McQueen shot it is it looks like a, like an old film. Like, uh, the, the, the style of cinematography and whatnot, it looks like an old film, but mm. it's obviously 2013, but it, it doesn't do it in a way that says, oh, we're trying to age this film, so it looks like that. It just It just feels... It's like I, I always think you can you can feel the the humidity of the setting. I was going to say it, feel, it feels very well. It feels warm in contrast to you know the kind of subject sweaty. matter. Hi, mm. and it just uh, I don't think enough gets said about that. I think that's one of the ones where it kind of fell by the wayside, um, after it's, it came out. But it's even and I, I uh, should we should we tell. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Four. I knew his second name. I always fuck up his first name. He's tremendous in it as well. He's he is, such. Yeah. He's so fucking good in that film. And uh, Lupita Nyong'o. She's that was her breakout role. It was. I think. I. I don't know. I don't know if she's as good in it as as I remember her being. I think it's maybe it's a bit hammy at points. Nah, I, I, maybe. But I, I like I liked her in this. I like everybody in it. Although it is one of those films like. I've seen it maybe a few times now, and every time I've really enjoyed it. But it is like misery porn. Like it is just a hard movie to watch. You know, it's just it, so like every time I watch it again, I'm like, well, I'm not gonna watch that for years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I, I, I like it's kind of one of those movies. Like you say, I don't want to watch that again, but not in a like I'm not saying it in a bad way. Like it's a shit movie. Yeah. But I don't want to. It, but that that was kind of to link it into Mortal Kombat. Part of the reason why I liked it so much because it was just like just kept getting darker and darker and darker and you're like fuck man like they're not really holding their punches at all with it yeah i think this is the first film that i've ever said out loud jesus fucking christ see after uh michael fastback i can't remember his name it gets it whips lupita Nyong'o's character uh, and then you see her is uh, is a like tending to her wounds in her back and that shot where it kind of uh, tracks down her back i went jesus fucking christ out that, loud that. yeah that bit is am- like amazing as well because it's it's the fact that they just didn't there's like it pans around at one point and you get to see the lashes opening and the, the blood kind of spraying and stuff and it just it was kind of showing it all that was aye and it's like just crisscrosses across her back aye. that's bro um but I uh, that's what i watched <laughs> <laughs> thanks everybody for listening as always we'll be back next uh, Friday. What are we talking about next Friday, Brian? Pretty far. Turn ah. the best film ever made. Turn <laughs> Mel Gibson's masterpiece. One of his many masterpieces. Talking about <laughs> William Wallace's 100% authentic, true to history life story. <laughs> Brave heart. So that that's going to be for its 26th anniversary because for some reason, as a Scottish film podcast, we did not notice that it was its 25th anniversary last year. So, aye. Uh, that's that's gonna be fun. I've not seen it in a wee bit. I'm not a big fan of it. It's like, uh, or at least I like it, but I'm not like a. I always get the impression like, oh man, you're Scottish. You must love Braveheart. No, uh, I mean you do, but I hate no. that patter. I do I, love I, it. I, I love it to death. <laughs> and it's I do on, love it, but no, because I'm Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> you can watch it on 4K and Disney Plus, so it's not to love. Oh. 
I might, I might get that a wee bash then. Or I will get a wee bash because I'll be talking about it next week. <laughs> um, if you want to check out more of our content, we have over 50 mainline episodes, uh, the last of which was an all-encompassing all Star Wars episode that was a lot of fun to record. We're obviously on Twitter at the Film Aspect where you can keep up to date with the show. Although I did they post about that as no day on the Tuesday on the, on the thing. I just, you know, just slipped away from me. Well, that is today, actually, so I could still do it. <laughs> but I probably won't. But anyway, I follow us on Twitter anyway. Uh, follow us on whatever. What we on? Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Not uh, SoundCloud. Oh, not is SoundCloud. Wherever else. you get your podcasts, not SoundCloud. That's what I put. <laughs> Such a, it really r- rolls off the tongue, that, that phrase. <laughs> wherever you get your podcasts, not SoundCloud. <laughs> but i all of those places then yeah we've got a bunch of stuff that you can listen to also leave us a review on apple podcasts yeah you know five stars five stars we don't want anything below that if you're Mm. going to give us three and a half if you're going to give us four and a half fuck off we don't want what's the point in giving us four and a half when the five's right beside it (laughs) right there i mean it it does nothing to your day but it means the world to us Uh, it does so uh, i get on that but anyway guys thanks for listening and we'll see you next week Goodbye.